Alright, welcome to Dorky Dorky Literature Club, the podcast that won't break your heart, and the only podcast not run by Coastal Elites. We are the People's Podcast. I am a third of the hosts. My name is Seth. I'm JJ. I'm JP. And uh, let's get to it. Actually, no. Before we before we do any of that... <laughs> are you okay? I'm fine. Okay, alright. Seth is just hijacking the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this was... All right, yeah, go ahead. All right, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's been, uh, how long has it been? Two weeks? Right? Uh, whirlwind, right. two weeks. Yeah. Oh, well, the only thing that's happened to me, actually, no, that's not even, what I was going to say was a lie. I've had, I've been waiting for, like, information from a new job I applied for. I think I'm going to get it. I don't know. Fingers crossed. And the stress of that and E3, so that's basically been it for me. I didn't go. I'm all the way here in North Carolina, so the boonies, basically. North California, North. I think, is what you meant. Um, I don't we're, know if you... we're Californians because all successful podcasts come from we California. We are not part of the coastal elite. We are the people's <laughs> we're podcast. We're inland, inland northern California. Even though I guess the coast is only like three hours away, we are in North Carolina. It is a better coast, though, because you can at least go in the water and not freeze to death. I heard Myrtle Beach was kind of shitty, though. It's just Myrtle Beach. <laughs> oh, okay, well. Well, I have been to Hilton Head, where all the fancy people in South Carolina live. That was a very nice beach. I'm it? from northern, in northern California. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I forgot you're broadcasting from uh, uh, Santa Monica. Yep. Oh, okay. What's it like? <laughs> what time is it? It's really oh, nice yeah. here. Uh, it's probably, oh, probably 4 p.m. or something. Didn't the name come from Santa also having a sister named Monica, and she would fill in, like, every other year for Santa, because she's Santa Monica. Yep. You know what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, old, they use that in an episode of Friends. Old Saint Monica. <laughs> she's my favorite. <laughs> but yeah, so just job stuff, E3. Let me take a quick second to talk about E3, and by a second, I mean several minutes. <laughs> Strap um, yourselves in. Seth, what do the three E's stand for in E3? Oh, I believe they stand for... Electronic Entertainment Expo? Thank you. Okay. Is it electronic or electronics? Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, you know, I guess it's because everyone already knew what to expect. But because of that, the only thing I was really, really feeling was Smash Bros. Just because they told us literally everything about it. Um, and the Switch Port of Dragon Ball Fighters and Jump Force. That's about it. There's other stuff I'm going to buy, but nothing I was like going crazy about. I actually saw Spider-Man, and it kind of... I don't know. Like, I always kind of imagined him playing that way, or the way he did in the demos. And, you know, that was what was delivered. But somehow that wasn't, like, enough. I was like, oh, that's exactly what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I don't know if I really wanted it. What sold me on that game is when you fast travel, you take the subway. And you can take selfies and high-five civilians. I did hear about that. That's what sold me on that thing. I might, I mean, I might still get it. I might still get it. Especially if I can rock a Miles Morales costume. Because I'm not going to say that. If I can do that, I'll be fine. I experienced E3 through the magic of social media. I didn't actually watch anything. I just like heard people talk about it. And I was like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. Let me look at it. Um, my favorite thing was Death Stranding. Because that, I'll get to that. I'm getting there. 
Death Stranding, uh, the trailer for that looked really insane. You mean the whole thing? Like the whole thing they showed, or, or yeah, was it, there another trailer? Well, I just saw whatever was on YouTube. Okay. Because I, I think there, I know there was gameplay, but it didn't seem like a whole lot was happening. It was some exciting walking. Yeah, the gameplay, I, I like, genuinely it was. It was a, it's a backpacking simulator, I think. That's what I got from it. Uh, yeah. Because uh, at one point, he's got like eight boxes on his back, and they're just kind of like, Oh, was that what that was? It's the one grocery trip. You gotta do one trip. <laughs> yeah, one trip, man. I the way I saw it, it looked like a person, like sitting yeah, in no, a chair. He was, or carrying, is a... he was carrying a dead body too. I think. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Oh, I guess I missed that. Part. Um, and my one of my favorite parts from the preview or the trailer was like Norman Reedus is like, "I got a plan," and he grabs a baby and he goes outside and dies. Good oh, plan, yeah. dude. Good plan. Why do you... I don't dislike him, but why? Why? Why is he so greasy? Well, he was going to be in the Silent Hill game that Kojima was doing that Konami asked. Oh, okay, okay. That explains a lot, then. I was just wondering, like... I mean, I guess it's totally possible that Kojima could have been a fan of The Walking Dead, too. I was just like, I like this old guy. <laughs> I want him to be in a video game. But I also like the friendship he's developing because of this game. It's Mads Mikkelsen, Kojima, Guillermo del Toro, and uh, Norman Reedus, like, hang out. And I think that's the weirdest new Brat Pack ever. That's kind but of... But I want to be a part of it. Well... That's probably like we're all the way in North Carolina. We don't live, we're not coastal elites. <laughs> I'll say it every time it's relevant. We don't, or the people's podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, San Francisco, never heard of it. Los Angeles, who? Uh, are those the only two cities in California? <laughs> yeah, Santa that's Monica? It, that's it, that's it. I almost said Brisbane. That's definitely not right. But you're more hyped now for the weirdness of Kojima. Yeah, I mean, this goes back to me watching Westworld, where I'm like, oh, it's so confusing, it must be good. That's sometimes where I land with Metal Gear, so I assume I'll land somewhere near there for Death Stranding. Hmm. Maybe I just like being confused. I don't know. Still trying to figure that out? I'm still confused. Oh, man. (laughs) I just want to know, like, what... Like, if the game is walking around and just experiencing (laughs) whatever the world is, I guess that's fine. But I just want to know that for sure. Before you buy it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely still going to be a stealth game, but now you're hiding from, like, spirits or demons or something. Like oil lobsters. Yeah. I'm waiting for Kojima to be like, and you can play my game with a scratch and sniff card, too. I mean, like, he would do no. something that weird, and it would still work. I hope there's a peripheral that's just, like, a baby doll with an umbilical baby cord. Oh, yeah, man. and then it, like, vibrates in the direction that... Yeah, no, the baby does guide you, I think, or something. So oh, okay. Maybe it's like, oh, the left side is warm. I gotta turn left. I thought that the baby. <laughs> and was then just... it cries when it's hungry. Yeah, like, fuck. The weird pad from Res on PS2 is creepy, but that's just even weirder. Baby peripherals are gonna be all the, the rage. Yeah. Oh, you got those third party <laughs> mad, <laughs> mad cats, cats. baby. Comes in all different. <laughs> I got a baby controller that feeds itself. I don't have to get up. <laughs> Just a Cabbage Patch kid with like a DualShock Two controller in it. You know what's weird though? It's like <laughs> from the very first trailer, I thought that the baby was like super emotive, just because of the trailer. But then in the actual gameplay, like he seems to know what's going on. Like he knocks on the tank or whatever, and he's like, "Oh, like, oh shit, it's time." I don't know. So you're excited for that? And what else? Well, you just showed me, which you showed me before. Um... I don't know if it's from software, but it's the same designers who did Armored Core. Oh, yeah, I think it is. And they're doing that really flashy mech game for Switch, which looks really cool. 
I just like the style a lot. Oh, what's it called again? Damon X. Yeah, I think some people worked on it. Mm. The designer's definitely from Armored Core because the the mechs look very similar. I heard that, and I heard people from Kugias, something about the art direction. Oh, okay. I Maybe. never, I'm not I never sure. saw that. Oh, okay. That's a pretty good map. I like it. I've heard I should watch it. Also, just like the, the amount of customization of your pilot and things like that, too. Cause I feel like a lot of games give you the mech customization, but not the pilot. Yeah, in Armored Core, you never see who you are. And that's right. something nice to know. Like, that's me. Like, yeah. Having control. I do like that. Oh, this is not E3 related, but just by accident, I found out that they made a new Battlestar Galactica game. A board game? It's a it's on PS4. They released it in November, December. Oh. It's a PC one. That's a strategy game. Is it called Deadlock? Hmm? Yeah. So that they put that on the PS4. I never heard about it, though. Like, their advertising must have been non-existent, but mm. it's actually pretty decent, which I was excited about because I love that franchise. Single player? I think so. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. So say we all. So say we all. Yeah. Yeah, felt good. The worst part was watching that show and you started saying frack. Well, that's the best part from the limited exposure. Well, it was one of those things when you, like, it slipped into your, like, vocabulary. Because yeah. at first you'd, like, laugh about it and then you'd actually say it and you're like, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a good way to get around the censors for them, I'm sure. Like, well, we can't, we can't stop well, you. I mean, it's better than, it's, it's better to create your own curse word than having them be like, ah, dang, our whole, you know, Medical ship just blew up. Darn. Fire, Firefly did that too. They said Goram. They would like oh, a different language. Oh, yeah, yeah, they got I thought they swore. And they, like, then they mixed some. Mixed yeah, Jane would say like Goram, and then they also spoke Chinese. Yeah. So they could just curse in Chinese, I think, and no one would be like, I, I'm not offended. So Fox sensors were like, whatever. <laughs> I can't I can't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> must be all right. That must be spice language. Those are our people. We are the people's podcast. <laughs> the, uh, the, Thank yeah. you for that reminder, Seth. I'm thank sorry. You. Thank you. So a lot of the stuff with uh, E3, you know, you kind of know what's coming out. Um, but there was a shark RPG. Uh, oh, yeah. Are you playing as a shark? You play as a shark. Okay. It's uh, called Man Eater. Oh. And, Does uh, Hollow Notes do the theme song? No. Shit. But they should. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you play as a shark and like, it looks like it's kind of Florida. It's like Everglades type area. Um, but they show like a video of a guy fishing out of here and you jump out and you can eat them. You can eat wow. other people and animals. You level up your shark. And it was one of those, like, I need this. Do you get to pick the kind of shark? I think it looks like curiosity. a bull or tiger, I think. Okay. But still, like, you I mean, know, yeah, wasn't yeah. expecting that's a, it. That's a minor, that's a minor thing. I just, I immediately went to Hammerhead and like, they don't really eat people like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but it's a video game. It's kind of like, Goat Simulator is like a game that is actually fun, even though you didn't yeah. know you wanted it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that was like the big weird surprise that I was like, that's, I mean, because everything we know kind of at this point with Sony, we've kind of seen the games that they kept teasing for the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with Cyberpunk, the teaser was cool, but, you know, we didn't get to see any gameplay or the demo. Yeah, I don't care. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, another trailer. You know, you've done well in the responses. I don't care. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it was still, like, an interesting E3. Was there a release date for that? Uh, no. no. Oh, okay. It's CD Projekt Red. They'll be like, and it's done, and you can buy it now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, usually they'll announce it the year. That's right. But, hmm. And Kingdom Hearts coming out next year. Oh, yeah. They need to work on their trailers, because... Yeah, those are bad. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh... The music never matches, and then they have weird 
awkward dialogue pauses. Well, it's like because they don't have the sound effects, yeah. and so you just hear them like grunting when they like move <laughs> something or catching their breath after they run. And I do like the song, but if they were going to put actual voice clips in it, it should have been just like actual lines instead of noises. It, it's the thing, and, and like for me with anime, it's a weird thing I don't like about it is when a theme song doesn't really match the show. And I know a lot of okay. people do love that, like love a lot of the opening music version. But for me, like when the tone doesn't fit, mm-hmm. but they use some like you know beautiful orchestral song and it's like an action gun show. It just has a weird vibe, but I guess it's more like a Western opinion, you know, like how we're used to media. Um, but I've always thought that was weird when you have something that's very action-heavy or violent, and then you have this like, beautiful music, and, you know, it's the intro to it. It's, to me, it doesn't totally fit. Yeah. That's why I love Cowboy Bebop, because that theme kind of fits the narrative of the show. Hmm. I'm trying to think of all the anime um, that I've watched recently. All I can remember is My Hero Academia. And I can't remember the theme song. I've only listened to yeah, it I can't once. Either. But going back and watching Gundam <laughs> Wing has a very weird theme for me. Like, because huh. in my head it's just giant badass mechs. And, hey, I guess it's more space opera, but it's just me and my dipping toe into anime waters. Well, for me, an anime theme song opening and ending, they have one chance, and uh, if I like it, then I'll listen to it every time. And if I don't, I'll skip it every single time. Um. And so I've probably missed out on a lot of stuff, but... So far it's Bebop and One Punch are the two that I can sit through the whole theme. I actually don't... I don't like that long scream at the beginning of the One Punch. <laughs> Man. The One Punchman. Man, yeah. anything else dorky you've been getting into? Um, no, I don't think so. That's about it. I watched all the Harry Potter movies in a week. Nice. Oh, yeah? I haven't done that in a long time. Just because? Uh, they were expiring from HBO. Oh. <laughs> get, get them all, they're so hot. It's kind of one of those things so. where you, like, you, know, you see the collection of something, and like, oh, I'll get around to that. Oh. And I was like, oh, it's leaving. Do they still play them on, what is ABC called now? Freeform or something? You know how they used to be, like, yeah, every like weekend was, like, a Harry Potter during weekend? During the holidays, they would just, or, yeah, they'd pick yeah. a weird weekend. I think they still. Oh. Is ABC Family still? It's called Freeform now. That's I remember, what the I remember when there was Fox Family. I remember that one, and I was mad because I wanted to watch Sonic X, and it would only come on Fox Family, and then I <laughs> guess my area didn't have it or something, but I could never get it, and I never saw Sonic X. They used to watch, hmm. what is it, Big Wolf on Campus. Never heard of it. It was a show where a guy was a werewolf, and he fought the monster of the day. It was like Diet Diet Buffy. Yeah, I've never seen Buffy either. I have either. I've heard it's well. I've heard it's good. Well, the people that like it seem to really like it. it well, it's just reading stuff. If you people love it, you know that. I love Firefly, so I probably would like it. I, I mean, I love Firefly too, but I couldn't get into Buffy. Well, I'm also a bigger fan of sci-fi than yeah. I am of like fantasy or the occult. So, I love the occult. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't offend you or your sensibilities. Is who's does anyone know who's working on? That Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Netflix is doing it. Okay. It's still in the Riverdale universe, though. I heard it wasn't, because there's no, like, supernatural stuff in Riverdale. Well, I know, I think the show... Somebody's connected from the show, but I think there's... It's still set in, like, that universe. I don't know. I hope it's Josie. They only bring her around when they need someone to play music, and they're cool. Bring the black girl around when you need some a song playing. Like, <laughs> well, great or you get Archie singing a song. I don't want that. I do not want that. <laughs> 
Uh, no. That show itself is like a weird fan fiction of like, what if Archie like got dark? Well, they did it. Was the same guy who wrote Afterlife with Archie, except really? that's <laughs> Afterlife with Archie is like great, and this is terrible, but I love it. You know, <laughs> it's the trash you need in your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People keep dying. <laughs> Have you watched Riverdale yet? No, I haven't. Do it. Oh yeah, it's actually it's like it's kind of fun. Everything. None of them. None of those characters are real people. Like. It's uh, kind of like maybe an alien that was studying people and how they interact <laughs> with each other and mm-hmm. got really close. But Or you know how when you learn a second language and so you use words that are a bit like, that have are a bit more flowery than what people would actually use? Right, right. It's kind of like that, where almost all the characters just don't talk like normal people. Because you like you learn the proper way to talk. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, I gotta use these words. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of like <laughs> that. Yeah. But it's not like Aaron Sorkin level, where you're like, no human has ever spoken like yeah. that. Except for one character, uh, Cheryl. No one in the world talks like that. And I kind of want, I kind of love her, especially after the second <laughs> season. But I also kind of want to just make her stop talking, <laughs> please. <laughs> um, so, I didn't actually read a fan fiction okay. this week. I, I watched a fan fiction. Oh, Uh-oh. what did you watch? I, today I saw Rampage, starring oh. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I didn't know that was still in theaters. Yeah, I caught it before I got out. Oh. Um, <laughs> How many people were in the theater? Uh, it was me, my dad, and then, like, another family of three. Oh. So it was pretty nice. And this was a theater with recliners in it, too. Oh, okay. So you nice. really got to just kick back. It was nice, yeah. But, um, so, what do you guys remember about Rampage from from the video game days? I actually never played it, uh, but I know of it. I just know that you're big monsters, and I think, or are you a person that turns into a monster? Yeah, like, in the in the game, when you got... When you lost a life, you would shrink back down to a person and like run off because another player could kill you too. Yeah, they could eat you. Oh, <laughs> was it just like whoever gets the most points? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. my I think the best memory I have of that is I like the arcade game, but the N sixty four World Tour. Yeah, that's the one I had. My friends and I would play that at sleepovers all the time. It was like that in Smash, and I remember our tiny town of Champaign, Illinois, showed up as a level once. <laughs> blew my mind. I was like, "How did this happen?" Like, freaked out. And I'm like, "That doesn't look like our city." You know, <laughs> this is not accurate. Yeah, this is not right. But yeah, no, that that game was one of my favorite things to play. I never finished World Tour. I like I put it with my friends. I felt like we didn't have enough lives to actually complete the game. It's pretty hard, especially what? when the tanks came out. Didn't you like the game show? Oh, are you like, like, well, I, I didn't have a game show. Are you fighting back like the military or something? I yeah, only see. Yeah. I like I said, I never played it, but. All I can remember is like crushing, like windows and buildings. And yeah, all you're just stuff, supposed to level each town as fast as you can. Oh, okay. Like each city, then you move on to the next one. Gotcha. Um, I just remember the vomiting too. If you ate something weird, yeah, you just, and just yeah. <laughs> Pretty, it's definitely a good party game yeah. when your friends are over. Yeah. Um, so the movie's different in that I consider it fan fiction because it's not the same. As the game, like in the game, you shrunk back to a human. Okay. In the movie, it's animals getting hit with this pathogen, and then um, the pathogen like affects their DNA and like increases their growth rate, their strength, agility, gives them traits of other animals and stuff. Okay. What did George get another trait of? Uh, George the gorilla 
Yeah, it's spoilery territory there. Because in the marketing, it's just he's more of an ape. Well, I'm never well this show's all spoilers anyway. And I'm so. never going to see it. I like the rock. I mean, I'll but... watch the movie, but yeah, you can spoil it. So yeah, George, I think he gets... Uh, there's some sort of... I think it's a mouse from overseas. I can't remember what country that um, can regenerate really quickly. Okay. Um, I don't remember where they sampled the growth. Oh, they from... break it down like that? Because the wolf's like sometimes they specify the wolf. The wolf is easier to figure out because he's got like porcupine quills. Um, it's like a bat too, right? And glide. Yeah, he's got like glider stuff between his arms. Um, and then uh, Lizzie. Well, let's say Ralph is the wolf. George is the gorilla, and Lizzie's the alligator. Lizzie's got like tusks and a bunch of spines, and then gills too. So, <laughs> in the movie, Lizzie's kind of overpowered, but um. I, overall, I liked it a lot. The beginning, it, it felt like the director had never done comedy before, because the lines weren't great, but you can still deliver them well. And like the nerdy guy who works at the zoo, isn't it with, the Rock? Is he the nerdy character? Or? No, the okay. Rock. The Rock works at a, at the San Diego um, like rehabilitation facility. I think I'm confusing that character with the character he did in Jumanji, because I yeah. think he was like more. They're very similar. Like so. Nerdy, I thought. I don't know. I didn't well, see so that yeah, in, in Jumanji, a nerd inhabits his body. Oh, so. huh. Um, I don't like that. <laughs> I mean, The Rock generally plays the same character, I mean, but he yeah. does it really well, so I don't mind. I guess so. Um, I mean, he's the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But um, he's like ex-military, but he's working at a zoo now as a primatologist. Um, <laughs> but the nerdy guy, like, he he says something that could be funny, but it's just the pacing's wrong. So I was like, oh no, is this what the movie's going to be? Like, I was like, oh, I hope it's not like tongue-in-cheek, but not really aware of itself at all and not like not knowing how to do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, once the action takes off, it just goes. And like the director's really good at, at doing that. Um, but um, basically it's like, oh God, the, uh, the villains are like this rich brother and sister who have like paid to have this pathogen made to basically sell to like, you know, I guess militaries and stuff. Um, oh, lucky you. I was thinking if that's a new thing, or it's like Jurassic World. We're going to weaponize the raptor. <laughs> it's like you can't even control it in the park, and you just want to yeah. drop that in another country and be like, <laughs> "Mission successful." And it's like, no. But the it's like basically the 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 woman's like an ice cold bitch, and her brother's like a bumbling idiot. Mm-hmm. But that's that's not funny either. Like they try to be, but it's just like, why are you here? Mm. Um, but they do have a Rampage arcade machine in their office, so it's like a little heavy nod, like, hey, get it? <laughs> um, in case you forgot what, <laughs> in case you forgot what it's based on. But no, the action's really good. Um, I, the creature designs were awesome. Did they, like, shrink? Or I assume they get defeated. No, so they, they did have, like, a backup um, cure, but it doesn't shrink them back. It just takes away the aggression part of it. Like, part of it, it's like they get really aggressive. Okay. So they're just, like, killing everything in their path. So they go on a rampage. They go on a rampage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, they're responding to, like, the subsonic frequency that the tower's emitting at the place they were, like, the pathogen was made, which is actually, like, taken from StarCraft. Because the Zerg were, like, drawn in by a certain frequency. But they wanted the monsters to come to them. Yeah, because they they wanted to have the military kill them, and then they could take a sample and then just sell it later. It's still like hanging a target on yourself and be like, I hope this works. Well, to be fair, they started testing everything in space. 
at the space station, but then the lab rat, which is actually nod to World Tour because there's a rat in that one, gets really big and kills the whole crew. And then the the canisters get dropped inside and up to Earth, and that's how it starts. Oh, okay. Okay. But, um, yeah, it was really good. My friend actually kind of like spoiled the twist at the end. Uh, We'll save that. Okay. Save that. So I'm going to watch this. All right. Basically, the action was really good, and by the end of it, um, I was, like, tearing up in the theater, and I was like, damn it. Oh, that's really surprising, because I heard it wasn't good. <laughs> it's, it's not, like, the best movie ever. It's, like, a good... Like, it's a good fun summer film, okay, and okay. in terms of, like, video game movies, it's pretty good. Okay. okay. I can't think of any other movie games that I enjoyed. I, I didn't see Assassin's Creed, but I've heard that one. I watched okay. that. Oh, that was you, a movie? You can watch the trailer, and it's fine. Somehow, okay. I, somehow I totally missed that. That seems like it would be a really good movie. The, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other video game movies that... Final Fantasy Advent Children? Oh. Or the other one? Uh, that I can't remember. Hinkley was a... Well, yeah, there's that It was a thousand times better than Final Fantasy fifteen. See, I heard that, like, <laughs> the movie was almost required to get the full story of the game. Is that correct? It helps, yeah. Okay. That's not good storytelling. Final Fantasy XV is not good storytelling. Well, I hate Final Fantasy XV yeah. so much. <laughs> well, the people. Uh, Final Fantasy VII movie, I remember I worked in a store, I don't know the name of, but a co-worker imported the film from Japan. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was playing it on the work TV. And uh, the district manager came in and saw it. I was like, it's not one of ours, and just broke the disc. Oh, no. Whoa. Yep. Oh, that's really kind of, a, kind of a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so the guy who directed Rampage, Brad Payton, He's worked with The Rock before. What else has he done? So okay. he's worked with The Rock in Journey 2. The mysterious Island Journey, the Son of the Earth movie. Oh. The one with Brendan Fraser, but then... Do you remember the whole thing where they just dump the rock in something that's dying and then money comes? Like, uh... Was it Scorpion King? And, like, Fast and the Furious and stuff like that. Like, they just okay. put it in franchises. Um, he did San Andreas with him. San Andreas. And then Rampage. He's doing San Andreas 2. And he's going to be directing a Just Cause movie. Oh. San Andreas... The, the Earthquake movie. Oh. Not oh, okay. I feel like you could yeah, easily, That could have been a good movie. You could easily cut footage of San Andreas and Rampage together because the rock flies a helicopter in both movies and buildings are crumbling everywhere. Hmm. Maybe half of it was taken from there. I don't even know. I didn't see San Andreas. But. Yeah. I've never even heard of that one. San Andreas. But I'd like to make a point that JP didn't do his homework and read that fanfiction. Movies start as scripts, which is a written... Word. <laughs> literature. Dorky Dorky Literature Club. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> well, he had to read the sign to know which movie he wanted to yeah. see. Did you get concession stick? No. What, what theater don't. was it? Uh, what was it? Is it, might, it might be AMC. I think it's AMC. Okay. Nope, yeah. it's Regal. Sorry. Okay. Because AMC has this, um, I don't think they have recliners yet, but they have this like bucket that you can get it's mm-hmm. for the entire year. Yeah. And I always <laughs> want to get it. I always really, really want to get it. And I'm just like, no, I have self-control. <laughs> Not this time. Plus it's like $20, but then you get like, you know, your clothes. I, I just feel like, where are you going to put that when you're not using it? There's in my closet. I mean, wash it first. <laughs> <laughs> After or, every movie, gotta wash my bucket. Yeah, I, I honestly, I would probably carry it with me, and then like sometimes <laughs> just stop in and get a bucket. Of popcorn. Say you're going to a movie. 
Well, do, do I have to buy a ticket? I don't think it's required. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you should just be able to. I would like a refill <laughs> this. Um, I had an idea for the show though, which was like at some point in the future when we're wildly successful, we'll have a sponsorship spot. Not from AMC yet, but yes, we're possibly. I, AMC, get at us. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think all our sponsorships should be short fan fiction stories. Where it's just like heavy product placement. Oh, I like that. Like, it's just like a, a fight between Goku and Vegeta, and he realizes his power level is not high enough. So he uses head and shoulders to make his hair even more powerful. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's how it's naturally so tall. But um, okay. Vegeta launches an item at him, and he grabs it, and he expects it to be the weight of a capsule, but it's heavier. And he looks down, and it's a cherry gogurt. And he slams it and feels his strength return to his body. This is like, protein gains. Yeah. Like <laughs> Basically just a product placement story. Okay. I like it. I yeah. like it. Or he's like, after Goku wipes his sweat from his brow, Gohan runs up. You did it, Dad. You saved the world. I know, son. And then they get in their Jeep Cherokee and drive off into sunset. <laughs> Not sponsored yet, but will it uh, do? Well, why are we parked all the way out here? <laughs> Got really Can't you crazy. fly? <laughs> I'm tired. I'm just in the world. So, yeah. That's I like good, it. Yeah. That's what we can do for you. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> so, let's go next. Um, I'll go next. So, this one, I'm going to tell you the two. Well, I'm going to tell you one of the things. It's a crossover, not just a straight up fan fiction. Uh, I'll tell you one of the things. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm always worried when Seth picks a story. <laughs> so, you got you guys know Kingdom Hearts. Everyone yeah. knows Kingdom Hearts. It's already a fan fiction in itself. Yeah, yeah. It, no, itself well. is fan fiction. You know, crossover between Disney and Square Enix. Um, various Final Fantasies, The World Ends With You. If you want to look at Final Fantasy, like even 14 has crossovers with like Yokai Watch and Garo and Monster 15. Hunter. Monster Hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Oh, yeah, that was the thing that happened at E3. I, I'm really excited for both parts of that crossover. Yeah. And 15 has crossovers with like Cup Noodles and something else. I'm talking about 15. Well, it's really weird because like <laughs> Lightning went from being a Louis Vuitton model to being on the side of a carton of Cup Noodles. And it just, that's a very hard fall. <laughs> But, you're, I mean, to not be a real person, she's still doing pretty well. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so this is a uh, story, a very long story, one that I did not finish, <laughs> um, that was published in 2014 between Kingdom Hearts and, uh, you guys will never guess this, but go ahead, it's an animated show. Is it Western? Is it, yeah, it's a Western show. Rock of Modern Life. No. Oh, man, why is that real? Uh, Our Monsters. No. Is it Nickelodeon based? No. Gumball. No. Cartoon Network based? No. Disney it's, based. It's been on Cartoon Network, but it's not primarily. <laughs> it, it wasn't original on Cartoon Network. King of the Hill? Oh, you're so close. It's actually Family Guy. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I almost wanted to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to read one. <laughs> no. This is going to be good. One of the, um, man, the first and second paragraph are just really good. Um, okay, I'm going to read a little bit from the prologue. Did you say the author? Uh, um, 
Where is it? Oh. It's by Hero King Zeta. Yeah. 1991. Hero King Zeta 1991. Published in 2014. Uh, but it was updated last year in April. Because mm. uh, there are, I think, two or three parts to this. So the prologue is, I think his original character's name is Son Frank Malcu. Malcu? I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's M A L L Q U E. So Son Frank Malcu. Mm-hmm. Malcu. Whatever. Um, it's I think that's a, I think that's important because I've never heard of this character before, and I assume that that's just his original character. But the epilogue starts with this character's rebirth, and then a thousand years have passed since Frank had become the Sandaime Rikido Senin, the third sage of the Six Paths. And right there, there's a little issue, first sentence in, because that's definitely Naruto, which is not (laughs) something that's crossed over with Final Fantasy. I don't think so. Or Kingdom Hearts or Family Guy. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some weird, like, family guy cutaway where they reference Naruto. But, uh, as far as I'm aware. So it starts with that. And, um, you know, I didn't get very far in it because it's a lot of exposition. And it's a little bit, like, there's so many references to so many other things. Uh-huh. Like, there's a definite reference in here. There's some Shinigami in here. Okay. Um, there's. <laughs> That's very heavily Naruto based, but he's also like adding in la- he's adding in his own original characters, which is fine. But like with the not last names of like Uchiha and Uzumaki and all this other stuff, I'm like I don't know who these characters are. Are some of them actual characters from Naruto? I don't know. But um, so let's see. There was a uh, let's see what happened then during the fourth and final Great Shinobi World War. A dying Frank. <laughs> Met, I don't even know uh, how to pronounce this. Hagoro Hagoromo Otsutsuki, the original Rikido Senin of the Uzumaki clan, which is an offshoot of the Sundu clan. Afterward, he awakened the other half of himself. Is he awakened the first half first? Okay. What I just said. And um, everybody puts their pants on one at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fine. So he awakened the, his other half, the sage's eye, and Yin Charika. Oh, chakra. I'm so sorry. That's my fault. <laughs> um, so he awakened the sage's eye and the Yin Chakra via blessing from Yang Madare Uchiha and his sensei, Zero Knight Uchiha. And I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> I have no clue. Maybe I know the ending of Naruto got kind of up there when it comes to like fantasy elements, mm-hmm. but uh, so maybe it's something about that. But I didn't watch enough to know, and just from what I've heard, I don't know who the story's about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's really interesting because um, it's like. Maybe six, seven paragraphs in before you even realize that Kingdom Hearts is a part of this story because uh, they reference like the Keyblade War. Mm-hmm. But that's only after this original character talks to Shenlong, the the dragon of Dragon Ball Z. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, they're throwing a lot of stuff at you. Yeah, and um, 
I believe that he's unsatisfied with his current position in life and wants to fight somewhere. And Shen Long, because, you know, typical anime character is only satisfied by food and fighting. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Shen Long is like, fuck it, I'll send you somewhere else. Just <laughs> when you're done there, you got to come back. That place he ends up sending him to is Kohog, where he's immediately met Jesus. by Peter Griffin. Mm-hmm. And uh, Peter Griffin pulls a knife out on him oh, and apparently has like underlings that also do the same. Peter uh, Griffin is underlings? Yeah, that's the way it seems anyway. Okay. Uh, but you know, they make up, they become good friends, they go eat somewhere. And anime, anime Boy eats like 57 bowls of ramen because it's an anime and that's mm-hmm. what they all do. Right. Uh, Cleveland's in there for a second. Um, there are a few references to Gurren Lagan, and yeah. I, I stopped reading. <laughs> so. It just, it sounds offensive. I, you know, because... <laughs> From all the things... I'm not going to pretend like... When I was a, when I was younger, when I was a kid, and I made up stories like this, the main characters were also vastly overpowered. Like, they, they, they were chosen from everything you could think of. Like, whatever anime I'd ever seen in my life, mm-hmm. like, they were somehow a Pokemon trainer, and, you know <laughs> what, they saved the world with Goku, and they... Or a spirit detective, and somehow also a magical girl, and all this other stuff. And I, I just like, man. But you, but you didn't like mire it all down with Family Guy. You didn't. You didn't do that. Well, no. Would I have <laughs> had I known the Family Guy? At the time? No, because I knew King of the Hill, and I. Yeah, you didn't. I didn't do you that. You didn't throw Hank Hill in there. It's a propane. Well, uh, no, but I have seen Kingdom Hearts, King of the Hill. I've seen an image on Facebook. Yeah, 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 I've seen a couple images. It's pretty good though. Like, there's a lot of yeah, I'll go to imagine Bobby having a purse to blade screaming. That's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, but that needs to be drawn. Ultimately, it's um very, very, very long, and uh, <laughs> two or three chapters. There are forty nine comments on it. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know what the metric is for that, but it seems like a. Uh, a, um, a lot and just reading some of these comments there are also um, I think there might be Greek god mythology because there's a Persephone in here mm. there's a Mayor West mm-hmm. so that could be like that's kind of oh, or, or, uh, family family guy. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah you're right you're right you're right uh, Jackie Chan nice but that could be a family guy thing because I remember them doing that at some point is it Jackie Chan or is it Jackie Chan from Jackie Chan oh yeah I think it's just Jackie Chan that's a great show. Jackie Chan didn't voice Jackie no. Chan, right? That's only that was the reboot. That's what they should reboot. All this <laughs> Roseanne bullshit. You and Jackie Chan. How about Avengers. a Rush Hour anime? Yeah. I'd watch it. Where's Chris Tucker been? I don't know. Still on set for Rush Hour 2. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm assuming Chris Tucker just like knows how to manage money well. I, I hope so. Write that, write that yeah, out. Exactly. I, I have so. Rush Hour money. I'm good. I hope he never... Shops with coupons? He's like... I got rush hour money. I'm good. Gonna make this last. But he also breaks it down into um, seasons because a lot wow. of people are waiting for like season three. But I guess it's just chapter three. But I think that's kind of cute. But there's just like so much going on. Um, and like I remember being at that same point where I was just making stories and they didn't make any sense. And the characters would never really have any challenge because they were just you know the chosen one of everything. But um, I can't read any of those things, and I wonder if 
the person who wrote this is ever going to uh, read this again. There's also a breakfast club scene, apparently. Um, imagine, I imagine they'll go through something that I went through akin to like when I went back and looked at my MySpace page. I was like, oh. Yeah. I made some choices, huh? Yeah. I had the, the you remember the instruction video girl from Battle Royale? The movie? I don't remember her. She was like the one who's all like talking about how great it is to be killing everybody. She like had the orange tank top and the headset uh-huh. and that. Yeah, that was like, oh, my, yeah. That was, like my, my wallpaper of all my space page. Just remembering how cringe that was. Oh. That's... And they deleted your profile and made a new music thing. Yeah. I, I think I had Linkin Park on there. I'm, no, I'm positive I had Linkin Park on there. Do you remember going to somebody else's page and they had autoplay on and you, you went deaf every time? The music would be mm-hmm. so loud. I kind of wish uh, I learned how to like write and design websites because of MySpace. So I gotta thank him for that. I don't remember any of it. I kind of, I guess I'll get back into it. But it was a good gateway. Yeah, it yeah. really was. <laughs> MySpace I mean, you, was a gateway drug. You had something that was your own, and you could design it literally mm-hmm. any way you wanted to. Yeah. Like, I gotta thank him for that. The drama of having the, your what, your favorite friends or whatever your top, top, friends, top, yeah. your top, top friends and like you didn't put somebody in there and you got a direct message being like, hey, I just I just put my favorite music artists in there. I was like, I'm not doing this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go back and learn how to do websites again. That was that could have been a valuable skill. Could have worked for MySpace. I could have been a coastal elite, but instead I'm here with the common people. With the, the people's podcast. Uh, so we yes. have a social media platform for the people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got it. But I could have been with them eating lobster and caviar. Why post to my Facebook wall when I could tweet at Dor- shit at Dorky Dorky LC on Twitter and have my voice heard? I feel like that's not right. Is it wrong? Dorky. I feel like that's not. You could be right. Maybe I think it's Dorky Dorky LC. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So because it. I went through a lot. But like, is it Dorky Dorky Lit? Is it Dorky Dorky Literature? It's Dorky Dorky LC. Okay, okay. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I read. Um, can't really call it reading because I only read a <laughs> few paragraphs of it. And um, I think I'm going to tone it down next next time because I I gotta chill out after that last one. Yeah, look at that word count. That'll set you You know, because I, I picked um, crossovers. I was like, oh, Kingdom Hearts is really high up there. That makes sense. It's a crossover in itself. And there were... Actually, there's more than one Family Guy Kingdom Hearts crossover. I know one of them... I probably should have done this one. is where Stewie visits Master Xehanort, who is... Mm-hmm. Like, I like it. ...the main villain of the Kingdom Hearts saga so far. But they're both like evil masterminds, I guess, so it kind of, you know, doesn't make sense. What am I talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, maybe I'll do something like that next time. JJ, what you got? Okay, so since I was on that Harry Potter kit, mm-hmm. um, which had you know, flooded me with these great childhood memories, so with the hype from E3, I decided to flood that with more memories. So it's uh, Harry Potter okay. and Super Smash Brothers Melee. Okay. Wow. Okay. This actually worked well. I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, it's right. written by Tiny Q, who actually puts themselves in it. It was written in 2002. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Right. Going to the archive. That was 16 years ago. Is that Melee? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember when it came out. Uh, 2001? Melee was GameCube. Yeah. Because I remember I saved up all my money and 
Us to buy a console mm-hmm. back in the day. I want to do a Toys R Us. And, uh, <laughs> that's, I, that's it. <laughs> I uh, remember there was a bundle you could get. It was like the purple one with, I think, Mario Sunshine and an extra controller. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted the console in black. Mm-hmm. And my parents had to be like, look, you should get this and an extra game and an extra controller, yeah. and you'll save money. And then maybe like, get that black. Made the right choice, got the bundle, mm-hmm. and I still <laughs> love my purple GameCube. I think it's one of the best colors. Huh. Yeah, I think mine is purple. I remember having to send it in, and I feel like you got a silver one back. Oh. I feel like. At some point, I ended up having two, and I don't remember how that happened exactly. But I liked it. I would kind of, I always wanted to, like, hollow it out and use it as a lunchbox, but I didn't have the tools to know how to do that. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... So this, this starts out with uh, in the Harry Potter world, okay. and uh, Harry Potter and Draco Malfoy are kind of having their little tips, you know, they're pissing at each other, being snarky, and they challenge each other to a duel at the lake. And then all of a sudden they're teleported to this other world, character Tiny Two is the author, brings them there, and says, this is Smash Brothers in your fight. Boy. <laughs> so brought into this fight, we have Draco Malfoy, uh-huh. Crab and Boyle, okay. Harry, Hermione, and Ron. Okay. And they're kind of getting these objects thrown at them, and they, it was kind of cute how they did it. It was like, you know, Harry had this ball chucked in his face, and it, and it was half red, half white. Pokemon, without mm-hmm. having to say it. Mm-hmm. And being like, what do I do with it? And being told to throw it. And then Snorlax comes out of it, and attacks the level, and, you know, they're duking it out with the weapons, and it's kind of clever how they're using them. Um, Are they fighting each other? They're fighting each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and... Their fight ends up getting interrupted by some other ethereal characters, and then they're sent back to the real world, or their world. Mm-hmm. So they didn't get to have the final, but, you know, it was down to Draco and Henry at the very end. Um, and it was just kind of one of those things where you're reading it, and you're like, this is actually pretty fun. You know, like, it kind of works in a weird way. Didn't expect it to. I was kind of going expecting a train back, no offense to the writer, but just, you know, two things that shouldn't go together. But it sounds like, okay. Because it felt like reading a little bit of Harry Potter. Yeah. And then, so cool. yes, you know. Yeah, so. I can get with that. Tiny Q, you did a great job. Um, it's always a... I, I think I... I guess I had the misconception that the writing on, like, uh, fanfiction.net or an archive of our own, that they um, wouldn't be good. And then I get in there and I start reading on like, this. This is pretty good. No, because really <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's people with passion, and, and it's, you know, like, if you care about something, you know, it can be good. So. Mm-hmm. I feel like Hermione would have been the one to make it to the end, though. I always have a feeling that Harry didn't seem to know too many spells. He got lucky. That was, like, his whole thing. I mean, he never really was a great wizard. You know what I mean? Like, they were, like, the adults were like, use this spell. Mm-hmm. What? Just do it. Okay. okay. You know how this in your arsenal. Her- Hermione would have pulled up game facts and like learning the best moves. With like no items, let's duke it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was going to ask, are you guys fans of items in Smash or no? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with it. Because I, I love Smash. I, I know there's that hardcore fighting game fighter scene, but to me Smash is always kind of like a fun party brawler. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm totally down with that. Um, I do have a few friends that I do primarily play with, you know, no items, but that's one of the things I'm thankful for in this new one, because you can turn off the stage hazards so you don't have to just be on Final Destination or a <laughs> map that looks exactly, well, you know, 
has the same terrain but looks a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do like the variety a lot. But yeah, I love items. They're really fun. The only one I don't like is the the curry. Oh, the fire curry. Yeah, but I don't know. There's something about it that really enjoy. Not in a fun way. I finally given up on competitive fighting games because I tried really hard to get into uh, Street Fighter, and I yeah I got I got to the point where I, I heard the rhythm in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like a beat rhythm game because you have to enter things at a certain timing. Um, but even then, I wasn't good enough to even beat anyone online. So I was like, I'm just going to go away now. Well, I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> you do the mistake and you go online. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you start playing yeah. a fighting game, like any fighting game now, that wasn't like Street Fighter 1, people that have been playing Street Fighter, like it, and like know, even, if they, yeah, yeah. even if they move on to like Mortal Kombat or whatever, like a different system, like all that stuff still carries a little bit. So. Yeah, like I've spent, I, I've always been a shooter fan, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty good at shooters, but fighting games I can't get in here, so. That's one thing I didn't like about Dragon Ball Fighters. It was just like, it was almost too fast, and I didn't, it was hard for me to really react to things, but mm-hmm. now it's coming on Switch, so I might, I might give it another shot. I uh, think of like yeah, having your weird roots in one game. Like played Quake Champions for the first time, being very resistant to the whole like, kind of kind of the hero shooter ability. My first game, I was twenty five and zero. Like, okay, I like it. <laughs> this going back to E three. Um, we're putting Paladins on the Switch. I hear it runs yeah, well. that's the you showed me that game. I think right? yeah, which is interesting because like I've been really wanting Overwatch on it. So, I don't really have any interest in Paladins, but the fact that it's on Switch now, I'm probably going to check it out. Yeah. I hear it runs really well. It runs at 60 frames. Yeah. Well. I heard it's going to be free soon, too. But right now, you can pay for it. Yeah. But I think if you pay for it now, you unlock all the characters. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, without having to, like, grind for in-game currency or something. Hmm. And, yeah, a lot of those games have had, like, people, you know, are diehard competitive fighters. I have a friend who I won't play with because if you beat him once, he's got to have a rematch. <laughs> I have a friend like that. It's not one of those like let's take a break. It's 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 rematch now. Mm-hmm. You know, Until I win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring out the worst in people. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of bringing out the worst in people, I'm excited for Mario Party. <laughs> you knew exactly what you were going for. <laughs> I think it looks really fun. There are gonna be so many broken Joy Cons. I'm glad that they have movement based stuff now though, because instead of having to like grind the joystick. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, if you break a Joy-Con, that's that's a lot of money. Yeah. Well, uh, the joystick would just break my hand. I have like a sore spot on the, like, for the 64 version. I still think I have the blister from the 64 yeah. in the palm of the hand. I can't relate. My first Mario Party was, I think, four on the GameCube. Two was my favorite on 64. I don't know the numbers. Oh. <laughs> but no, I'm sad for that. And, uh, so, one more thing about Smash Brothers. Actually, two more things about Smash Brothers. <laughs> uh, so there's a guy named Zero who's like the best um, Smash 4 player in the world. Mm-hmm. And he beat all tournaments. He won the tournament 93 and all this other stuff. Um, he made this comment about the competitive scene. Or not the competitive scene, but really the rewards of it. Because he retired. And he was like, you know, if someone won Evo, which is like the big video game fighting game uh, tournament. If someone won that for Smash Brothers, I, I assume it was just Smash 4, I'm not sure about Melee, but 
you know, with the amount of time that you have to put in to get that good amount of stuff, you'd make more money working at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, whoever did that article, like, you know, did the numbers, and I was like, yeah, he's, he's right. <laughs> Which is really uh, kind of surprising. I wasn't aware that uh, Nintendo didn't really support the community like that, because other games, like Street Fighter... You know, Capcom will throw in some extra money at yeah. the grand prize, and so that's how people end up winning, or you know, fifty thousand dollars and all that other stuff. But uh, or you know, fifty thousand and up. But I guess Nintendo doesn't do that. Well, I mean, that's that's great marketing to support. Yeah, I guess you would think it would be, and especially well, like no one knows if they're going to do that for this or not. But it seems like they are trying to make it a bit more competitive. Mm-hmm. Long time Nintendo has been trying to like they wouldn't support competitive Smash. It's still like grassroots stuff. Uh-huh. Another thing is they're actually teaming up with Disney to do a Switch TV game show where people compete and like kind of different uh-huh. things. It's not Smash though. I saw the article and I didn't. Yeah, it's like Head to Head Mario, Head to Head <laughs> Mario did. Odyssey and Mario Aces and Just Dance right now. I guess they're going to keep it more friend, okay. like family friendly right now but like I can mm-hmm. see them adding Splatoon and other things. I guess they could. Are they, where are they air, airing it? On, On Disney Twitch, XT? Okay. Oh, I remember reading or something about um, Splatoon. It, the tick rate is high or low for a shooter. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Basically, it doesn't update as often as other shooters do, so it's not quite as accurate. Yeah, in terms of like who's firing first or whatever. Yeah, you can kind of tell sometimes because you get a lot of encounters where you kind of just trade your life for theirs. Like they both kill yeah. each other, and I mean you don't have a lot of health in Splatoon anyway, so that would happen. Frequently in the first game, but uh, I like how accessible Splatoon is. Like, if you're not a competitive shooter player, yeah, yeah, you can still do a lot of work for your team just by paint, like painting. Yeah, you don't have to go for kills at all. Um, yeah, yeah, going for kills doesn't really doesn't help you in the main mode. I mean, it kind of does because then somebody well, true, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just uncontested ground then, but (laughs) you know, they don't factor into the to the win at all. I think. um, Speaking of, I think. Platformers are the game that I'm like heavily like invested in, because um, I was playing through the Octo expansion and um, like it wasn't easy, easy, but like I beat it all. And um, a lot of people online seem to be having a lot of difficulty with it. Uh, maybe that's just maybe they're just overstating things, and it's Twitter, so it's probably. But <laughs> who knows? Oh, and the other thing about Smash was all Luigi. Um, <laughs> I'm sad. I like him as a like. I genuinely like him as a character, and I would always pick him in Mario Kart Double Dash with just another character. Usually not Wario because I wasn't a fan of Wario, but I always wanted more from him. And I thought, oh, okay, this will definitely be the time because we can get all four of those hats in there. <laughs> and uh, they didn't do it. I'm a, little, I'm a little upset. I'm not gonna lie, but I think the meme's gotten out of hand. Yeah, I heard. But that. I will definitely feel that fire, like within personal circles, because <laughs> I mean I love Waluigi too. Like I heard that Nintendo is aware, but they think that people like him insincerely or something like that. I mean, um, but he's also been in Mario Kart. He's been in Mario Ace, kind of like yeah. I mean, he's been in Mario Party, I think. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he's he's kind of it's like if you have Wario, why not have him? Yeah. But I mean, they also left out. Snake butt. Because it's an important character in that universe, too. Yeah. (laughs) Arguably the most important. (laughs) And I mean, it is, I'm still impressed by how it 
it's everybody for 30 minutes match. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's no, oh, my hero didn't make a cut. You know, like, it's everybody and then a few new ones. It's going to be a balancing nightmare for them. Probably. Well, I mean, every game <laughs> almost kills Sakurai right when it makes it. I feel like it doesn't have to, though. Especially because it seems like every game has a lot of things that probably should have been added that weren't. And it's like, not like, what were you working so hard on? <laughs> not to say making games easy, but, like, you don't, you don't, you can work a normal 9 to 5, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember, was it, like, playing Melee, and I loved Mario, how he controlled Melee, and then they changed him with the one on the Wii Brawl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, they got rid of the cape, and it made him like, the water pack and things like that, and it was just, right. like, and I hated playing Mario from now on. Mm. Well, I don't know. I just think, because people bring that up a lot, how hard he works himself when he's, like, doing damage to his body. I'm like, how? I mean, <laughs> again, I don't know what it's like to program something, and I'm sure it's very intensive and carpal tunnel and all that stuff. Like, that's very real, but, like... Lack of sleep, pushing yourself, you know? I guess so. Didn't you, didn't you do a paper on Kawashi? Yeah, I did. Yeah, okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. But Shouldn't you like, understand better than anyone? I, I get it. I I get it, but it's also I don't know because he's not like I don't know exactly. I know he's the director. I don't really know what that means exactly. Because to me, when I think of director, I just think of someone giving orders to other people and being. I know that's not right. But yes, this is great. I think he's known for being more hands-on than most studio heads. Okay, so but so I mean, like he doesn't have to work with that. Hard because you already have a base. You Make know exactly what people as want. Much as they want. <laughs> you know exactly what people want. Just like, do that. Like <laughs> it doesn't have to be balanced perfectly from the start. No game is even after everything is said and done. Mm-hmm. It's still not balanced. There's still going to be that S tier bayonet is still going to be up there. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> Just like I feel like if he ever <laughs> if he ever dies. <laughs> Because um, I assume they'll keep this franchise going forever, whenever he retires or whatever. I feel like the next person who does it is probably going to be fine, and it's going to be like, yeah, I I came in at 9 and I left at 6. <laughs> yeah, I, I got 8 hours every night. You know, and of course that's not realistic, because there's a very real problem with the games industry and crunch time and all that stuff, but let's just calm down, dude. It's gonna be you're gonna sell a bajillion copies regardless of what happens. He's gonna to listen to this and you're gonna save his life. I hope so. He deserves it. He's working too hard out there. But thank you for adding Daisy. I was very happy about that. I like I like that character a lot. Thank you. Bring back Snake's butt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That needs to be a day one patch. No exceptions. Patch that ass up. Well, that's it for our show. <laughs> I forgot what all of our handles were immediately, so... Um, uh, we've got hashtag... Well, what's our dorky Dorky though? Lit, that's our hash. That's yeah, hashtag. Well, that's our at, though, too. Oh, okay. So no, both. no. No. Our at is Dorky Dorky LC. Oh, yeah. That's right, that's right. I've okay, been wrong okay. on this hundreds of times. I'm getting it right now. You know what? If you want to uh, tweet at us on Twitter... You can do that at Dorky Dorky LC mm-hmm. or use the hashtag Dorky Dorky Lit. Yep. Tweet us fan art. Whatever you. Stories. Yeah, fan art stories, uh, reactions. Try not to be like super negative about it. Like, we're still figuring this out, okay? 
We're still people. Yeah. We're the people's podcast. Yeah. We are. We're the same. You and I. Not like those coastal elites. <laughs> A lot of new messages in this episode. Yeah. All right. We're going to do our, uh, our outro here. What is it? Stay fantastic. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you made me do it alone last time. And then we got it on the next tape, so. Alright, guys. Stay, Stay fantastic. fantastic. You did it. <laughs>